Hey, Christy. Hey, Edith. What is a New Year's resolution? What? Something that goes in one year and out the other. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Right, right. That's all true. Okay. Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Edith. We're backyard gardeners from Colorado. And neighbors. And friends. These days, gardening has gotten very popular. And we've noticed more and more people picking our brains for tips and troubleshooting about gardening. We're not experts. We just learned a lot about gardening from the mistakes we made along the way. So welcome to Upside Down Tulips. A fun podcast that celebrates gardening gone wrong. Upside Down. Hello, Edith, way over there. Hi, Christy. What, eight, ten feet away? Still? Yes, we're back to being socially distanced again. Yeah, we are. Well, well we're New careful. Year. We're careful people, you know? Yeah. And happy New Year to you as well. Hello, all gardeners and wannabe gardeners. And and anyone who is listening just because you dialed the wrong channel. <laughs> Not a channel, <laughs> is it? <laughs> what did you hit the wrong button? That's Keep right. listening. This show can teach you something and give you some laughs, right? We're glad that you're here. And this week, we're talking about our garden plans for 2022. Uh Uh-huh, we are. So much promise, so much potential. Yeah, we haven't made any mistakes yet. That's the good part. (laughs) That's right. Clean slate. Clean slate, baby. We're all forgiven for last year's mistakes. We're going to start off with a clean slate. Hey, Uh, Edith, let's do a shout out to one of our members of the garden party. Who? This is Mary N. from Denver. Thank you, Mary N. Mary N. is a supporter of Upside Down Tulips. That means she throws us a couple bucks a month to help support the work that we're doing because she wants garden tips and a couple laughs. And if you want to become a member of the garden party, you can just click on the link in the show notes or go to our website at at UpsideDownTulips.com. Yeah, you could do that. <laughs> What's going on over there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just Are back okay? to like not having my papers in order. Oh, I need a much you... bigger table. You, that is you, what you I know need. What's very true, Edith, because all we have for you down there is this tiny little... It's like a TV, TV tray. It is a TV tray. That, that a TV dinner would fit on and, and I've got papers everywhere. <laughs> I have one more thing to say about gardening before we start about growing a garden and plants. This is a really funny quote. Unemployment is capitalism's way of getting you to grow a garden. Ah. Now, I think we are urging people to grow gardens simply because everybody keeps talking about inflation, how the cost of things, gross is going to go through the roof. This can save you a bundle. It sure can. Yeah, you know, there was a book out a couple years ago that talked about like the $150 tomato. Do you remember that? Like somebody yes. wrote that, figured it all out, like the cost it took to grow a tomato, to which I call baloney on all uh-huh. that stuff because Absolutely. they're not also counting also how great a homegrown tomato tastes. Exactly. And the fact that you you can you know where the source is, it's your backyard. And it's never gonna cost $150. That's kind of an exaggeration. Yeah, these are people think- who are getting all the expensive Hushi fushi stuff to garden. Hushi fushi stuff. Because as we've talked before, that um, gardening has become a rich white person's hobby, and it doesn't have to be. People have been gardening f- for food and for mm-hmm. enjoyment since mm-hmm. human beings have walked upright. Well, yeah, since we stopped spearing mastodons and whatnot, yeah. you have to eat something. Yeah, so you don't need a lot of money to enjoy gardening. Not at all. Follow our tips and tricks, and Speaking you'll see as why. Two- 
to mostly unemployed theater <laughs> exactly. workers as the theaters are slowly closing again. Oh, oh my let's gosh. keep our fingers crossed, Edith, that yeah. they stay open because you're in rehearsal right now for a show. Uh, well, actually, it was a delayed because of COVID. So we, we, st- we start on Monday. Okay. Starting on Monday. That's going to feel great. That's going to feel great with all the wonderful protocols we're keeping up with. Yes. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Here it is January, Edith. Is Do January. you have anything to talk about what's going on in your garden? Kind of. Like um, less than two weeks ago, Christy, I my Swiss chart is still alive. Oh, wow. So I picked some and put it in a soup. It's unbelievable. Now, it's going to go down to five degrees in a few days, which is too cold even for Swiss chard. Yeah, it's really, but we have not had a super hard Mm-mm. frost. Mm-mm. It's not Finally too, got one. Yeah. It, it, it's not too cold, however, for carrots and root vegetables like parsnips. And I picked some of those. Well, last year, we I learned that trick from you, which is that if you have carrots in the ground and the ground is frozen... Throw some warm water mm-hmm. on it. Get, let it soak in a little bit and take a pitchfork and you can harvest carrots yeah. and parsnips. Yeah. We've got a picture of that on Facebook of your carrots and parsnips that yeah. you just harvested. And and I left the dirt on. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I left the soil on. Very good. Eat it. Of course. Lovely. I learn uh, to, to, to prove to people. It's not like I bought them at the store and then threw soil <laughs> on them. Why would I they lie? They were authentic. Why, why would I take the time? So that's, what What about you? What have you been doing in your garden? Well, um, I have been watering. I got to tell you, oh. I've been watering December, January, the garden, because we're still in a mm-hmm. very severe drought. Yeah. Fortunately, we have a little snow cover that can deal with that now. Um, and I went out and I covered my rosemary plant. Good. So I... Because we started getting colder temperatures. When this gets below 20 degrees at night, I wrapped it in some frost cloth and put a bucket on it. Mm-hmm. And then I eat it. I did the same thing with my new forsythia bush that I planted. Well, that's probably a good idea, Christy. I'm worried because I planted it so late. Yeah. It was October, wasn't it? Yeah. And it didn't really have a time to to establish its roots really well. I, I, I watered it really well uh-huh. before the snow came. I wrapped it in some frost cloth and I put a really large, because it's pretty good, so I put a really big bucket mm-hmm. on top of that. And then I'm gonna, and we're not going to take them off until the temperatures get above 20 at night. You know, speaking of rosemary, my rosemary and my basil, the ones that I brought in to yeah. my house, are still alive. They look good. Yeah. I put a little basil in a in a uh like the stems in a in a glass you of did? water. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And so it's rooting and it's still there and it's still green, it's still alive. Christy, I'm gonna do that too with the with I'm gonna snip some and put it in water. And I've been misting the rosemary, which we found out is why it always died. It was too dry. Yes, because it takes its moisture from the air, yeah. not from the roots. And so it's so easy to overwater mm-hmm. a rosemary and it yeah. can still dry up. So that's, that's good. That's exciting. That means the garden lives on through that's January. Right. I also filled um, my bird bath. Oh, good. Because i just been thinking, like, if it's so dry out there, where are the birds getting any yes. water? Remember and- remember, I told you when I watered, uh, with, with the, I just laid the hose down and bees came and yes. were drinking? Yeah. I've never seen anything like that. Um, I have some news on my attic garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how's it going up there? This is the time of year, friends, that I've moved a lot of things up there. 
And last year, all my geraniums died in the garage, so I put them in the attic. I went up there, but I have a note to myself on my calendar to go up there once a month and check them out and give them some water. And first of all, they're all five plants are still alive. Uh They're all green. And dang it, Edith, they're flowering. Your geranium? Yes. Are flowering? I cut them down about a good two-thirds. I cut them down. Uh And two of them are flowering. And not only that, but one of the ones I did for stems, I just stuck in some water. Yeah. Right? One of those is flowering. Wait a minute. You have one in water yes, that rooted? A stem. It hasn't really rooted yet. But it's flowering? It's flowering. That's so interesting. Isn't that are, weird? Are you going to cut the flowers off the ones in the pots or leave, <laughs> let it go? I'm just letting them be, I guess. Huh. They what look a, happy. What about your pepper? Your tubular, okay. what is it? Tubular peppers? What yes, I had two peppers. One is a boquinto and the other was a torbino. And um, all the leaves fell off, uh-huh. which they say don't panic when the leaves fall off when you bring a pepper inside. And um, one looks okay. I'm worried about the boquinto because it looks like it might be dying i don't know is that know. the little bell-shaped one that yes really wonderful cute so thing. cute and tiny tiny little peppers so i don't know i'm i don't know what's gonna happen i watered it they look they're there hmm. that'll be the grand experiment that'll that keeps on going and i did my last harvest of my tomatoes in the attic oh good and this is so we have different categories of our garden party folks we have curmudgeons and lawn chair lettuces and deadheaders. And one of our categories is our attic tomatoes because when we first started the podcast, I brought up buckets and buckets and buckets of toma- green tomatoes into the attic and I left them all there. And 10 months later. <laughs> yeah, they- she forgot about them, folks. <laughs> so-, so they ripened and ripened and then rotted. Right. And then started disappearing. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, just fell in amongst themselves. Well, all the members of the garden parties who are attic tomatoes will be glad to know that I've harvested the last of the attic tomatoes. And I got, I'll show you here, Edith. I got. Oh, know, wow. That's just, wonderful. Just a, maybe just a couple, you know, basketfuls of small you, little tomatoes. I mean, it's past Christmas. It's January and you're still eating tomatoes from the garden. Yeah. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to roast them mm-hmm. and either put them in salsa or Maybe tomato soup or put them in soups. Christy, when you put them in the attic, did you cover them with newspaper? Yeah, uh-huh. Just cover them with newspaper. Put them all in yeah. individually or just a sheet of newspaper? Just a sheet of newspaper. It works, folks. It works. It's so easy. And you can have tomatoes for months. What's next, Edith? Oh, we should tell people that we're still in our Persephone period. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. Which means we're only doing new shows every other week. And then every other week? We do an encore, a repeat of something because, you know, folks, it's it's the winter time. Mm-hmm. We're, we're slowing down. And we're, you know, we're old. We're tired. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, after yeah. January 27th, our Persephone period ends and we'll start doing, we'll start talking about all the things we could be doing in the garden. Um, and if you want to, he- we also have a new pod play just for the garden party. And if you want to hear that new pod play, just become a member by going to our website. Yeah, which is UpsideDownTulips.com. Great. Mm-hmm. And if you should also check out our website for the funny and informative Upside Down Dictionary. If we use words, you know, that you don't know, we don't do that often, but sometimes we do. There they are. You kind of learn what it is, but 
you also get a laugh along with it. And we also have some fun stuff on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. We're everywhere. And now here is a brand new pod play handcrafted just for you called Hamlet the Gardener. Yeah. Oh, that this too, too solid ice would melt, thaw, and resolve itself into a dew. Oh, God. Oh, God. How weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seem to me all the uses of this garden. Fie on it. Oh, fie. Tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature possess it merely. Hamlet? It's winter in Denmark. Of course the ground is frozen solid. But two months dead, Ophelia. Zone 9, Hamlet. It happens every year. Oh, most pernicious woman. Oh, villain. Villain smiling. Damn it, villain. I don't control the seasons. To weed or not to weed. That is the question. Whether tis nobler in the mind to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous bindweed or to pull them out. This weed of troubles and, by thus doing, end them. Nobody weeds in the winter because it's pointless. The ground is frozen. I have of late, but wherefore I know not, lost all my mirth. Then, oh God, I'll seed. Ophelia, get thee to a nursery and procure me some seeds. Get thee to a nursery. Go. Farewell. To a nursery go, and quickly, too. Hamlet, you get like this every winter when you can no longer garden. Look, here's something you wrote to me last summer. I'll read it to you. What a piece of work is a garden. How noble the gardener. How infinite in faculty. In form and moving, how express and admirable. In action, how like an angel. In apprehension, how like a god. The beauty of the world. Give it a little while, Hamlet. The garden will be back. All right, Ophelia. Let's go sit by the brook. Yes, let's do. I love the brook. So, Edith, yes. you know, last year we talked mm. about the our garden plans for 2021. Yes. And I looked back at the list of things I said I was going to do. Yeah, and did you do any of them? Um, I did. Of all the things I said I was going to uh-huh. do, where I said, I'm going to plant a new kind of sunflower. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to raised beds. Hey, you, you did, though. You planted a new kind of sunflower. No. Nah. That big, beautiful one. Did remember? Oh, the perennial, the, the sunflower. perennial one that somebody gave me. Yes, but I was going to do a whole new border in the back of my vegetable. You didn't do that, did didn't you? Didn't do it. Said I was going to go to raised beds. Didn't do it. Slacker. Said I was going to dig up a big chunk of the front yard to put in a succulent garden. Uh-huh. Didn't do it. The You're only a slug a bed. Slug a bed. The only thing I did was I said I wanted to plant a forsythia bush. Uh-huh. Which I I did at the last second, just mm-hmm. planting it in October. Well, that's okay. The best laid, the best pl- laid plans of mice and men. The best laid person. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but it's still good to make a plan. It's always good to make a plan. It gives you something to beat yourself up about. 
back. Right. And it also tells you folks that, you know, hmm. what we're, Edith, remember what? we had one of these inspiration quotes last year, no. which was, anyone who thinks that gardening begins in the spring and ends in the fall is missing the best part of the whole year. Which is the planning. Gardening right? the begins dreaming. in January with the dream. Yes. So with planning the is super fun. It's sort of like, do you ever go on a trip? The trip is really fun, but planning the trip is also fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. So here we're going on a trip for gardening, the planning part, who knows what it's going to be. Yes. Now, if, if you've never, however, say you've never had a garden, we encourage you so much to have a garden. I mean, you might want to listen to our episode about From the Ground Up. That's yes. like for beginning gardeners. We just repeated it last week. Mm-hmm. But a couple more things to say about that is, um, you know what I love about when people plan a garden? You can pick what kind of garden, like people will have a salad garden. Everything that they love that goes in a salad. I know people that have a salsa garden. Yes. What about a fermentation garden? Oh, that would be fun. Wouldn't that be fun? You Because it's, it's little cucumbers. It's cabbage. Sorry about your cabbage experience. Um, not, oh, oh, the pain, yeah, the I, pain. I, 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 Gunther, really... <laughs> my Gunther sauerkraut. No, why did you have to bring it up? I'm sorry. You could... I'm good. <laughs> oh, good. You can have, I thought about this, you can have a winter food garden. Oh, that's great. A garden where, like, um, you plant a lot of winter squash and you plant a lot of root vegetables and you extend your season... Gosh knows how long you with the winter with the winter squash you can extend your season till the spring and beyond. Some of that stuff lasts for a year. It's fun to come up with different kinds of themes. Mm-hmm. It sure is. So you can make it a you can make it thematic. You can you could plant new gardeners. You could plant a child's garden. Oh, wouldn't that be great? We should do a whole episode about that. Planting a child's garden with the child's help. To get them interested. Edith, I just had this picture of you gardening with your new granddaughter. Oh, yeah. I'm Isn't gonna, that going to be yes, great when, when be... she's old enough to do that, when yeah. she's not just yeah. cooing? Not, and... not just cooing. Yeah. She's, yeah, she's she's close to stopping the cooing and just going straight to screaming all the time. <laughs> <laughs> We've made some progress. Such a good age. Such a good age. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that, so um, for the new gardeners and stuff, there is, there's also resources. We were talking earlier about um, it's, it doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be expensive at all. And check your area where you live. Like here we have Denver Urban Gardens. And now what they're doing at Denver Urban Gardens is that they are offering programs where they will be supplying people of any pocketbook Mm-hmm. Seeds and seedlings. You have to apply, and you mm-hmm. can just go to Denver Herb. Is this Doug? Doug, yeah. Dot org, and there might be something similar in your neck of the woods. Yes, there probably is because gardening has gotten to be really um, a more important thing that's happening again, just like it did during World War II. You know, another good place to learn some planning techniques are on Facebook, Edith. There are a lot of Facebook groups out there that would be specific to your individual neighborhood and yes. area. Yes. And you can find out, you can ask questions, so you can find out what people are, um, what what what's, what problems people have. You can uh-huh. create a whole new community. You know what else you can find is people are always giving things away for free. They'll say, I have a huge mulch pile in my driveway. Come and get it. You have traded, haven't you? Oh, man. You know what, Edith? That's part of my garden plan this year 
is that I have, I'm looking at what's in my garden that I have too much of. Uh-huh. And one of them are ornamental grasses. For some reason, does this ever happen to you, Edith, where some plant will just go, I am reseeding like uh-huh. crazy. Yeah. And yeah. so I've had several ornamental grasses that have really receded. Angel hair, prairie drop seed, and I have some Carl Foresters that I need to divide. And so part of my plan for 2022 is to give it away so I can have more room for other things. Oh, that's a great idea. Jupiter's beard. I have way too much Jupiter's beard in my yard. And then people don't have to go and buy it and you make a new acquaintance. Yes, because gardeners are the nicest people. They really are. I totally agree. I think what I'm going to do, and this is part of my pre-planning, is I'm going to post... Um, if anybody, for example, wants marigold seeds, I have way too many, <laughs> yeah. as you know. Yeah. I can put them on my porch. They can come at their leisure and just pick them up. Wouldn't it be amazing if everybody had seeds and then they put them out in the alleys and stuff and everything was just beautiful and full of flowers and stuff? Yeah, as opposed to full of graffiti and trash. Yes, yeah. graffiti and trash <laughs> and weeds, you know, eight foot, nine foot high weeds. Yeah, like creeping bellflower. Oh, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. <laughs> She's bringing that up, folks, probably because I mentioned her dying sauerkraut. But when I first moved into my house, I didn't do enough planning and I didn't do enough research. So I collected seeds, creeping bellflower seeds, and I planted them. I collected them from the from the alley because I thought they were pretty, and now I will never get rid of them as long as I live. <laughs> They're there. They're there. Huh? I still have them in my yard. Yeah. They I, come up. They come up, and, you know, all you can do is control You it. know why? It's because they come up in my garden, Edith, in the echinacea, because they look very similar to yeah. that plant. And, boy, they're sneaky. They are sneaky. They definitely have a consciousness. And I, I, they really, we're finding out that trees do, but I believe that all plants do. How does a um, morning glory realize that there is a stick next to it? And you can, it literally bends over and wraps itself around. Yeah. It just it knows. doesn't have eyes. No. Must be something about temperature or, I don't know, maybe they actually have a consciousness. I don't know. Going to make me feel really sad about the potatoes I have upstairs. I'm making mashed potatoes later. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm making myself feel bad now, too. Darn it. Anything else for the early gardeners before we start talking a little bit about our garden plants for the year? Okay. Uh, one thing I want to say to them is make a, if, if you've never done this before, you might want to go with seedlings ver- versus seeds. That's a great idea. When you start. There are certain things that it's better to seed, that mm-hmm. e- even for the beginner, like like carrots. You you can hardly find carrot seedlings that it just I've seen them in the nursery. I've seen them in the nursery. I kid you not, yeah. Edith. You you really folks don't have to do that mm-hmm. because they're going to come up. But you could just go to your local nursery yeah. and buy seedlings. Yeah, you could get, you know, um, you could get an eggplant, for tomato, a- pepper, mm-hmm. stuff that's that's more yeah. difficult to grow, and it doesn't have to be a really big one no, either. No. Get a small one. Don't get the. You don't need to get the fifteen dollar really huge tomato plants. You can get the five dollar little one. You can get even the littler one for two dollars, three dollars, unless the prices have jacked up by then. But but folks, yeah, we don't want it, you to get discouraged. That's the, what the whole thing is about. I did. I made a lot of mistakes when I first started gardening. Um. So I'm telling you this just because that's a mistake I made as well. And I, start small. 
That'd be the other start advice. Small. And oh your God. planning is start small. Start small. St- don't start plan small. a farm. Don't do a farm. <laughs> no. Even if you don't have one. Don't do your neighbor's farm. Do Yeah. <laughs> Let's gather your papers together, Edith. Yes, okay. And let's let everybody enjoy a new pod play. Very good. Hey, Mulch. Hi, Compost. How are you? Not good. I smell bad. The gardener has not turned me. And not turning the compost will cause anaerobic bacteria to become dominant and slow decomposition down. Turning the compost adds oxygen and helps break stuff down. Other than being stinky and feeling ignored by the gardener, I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Except the gardener hasn't spread me around the garden yet. And it's winter already, so I'm just a useless pile of wood chips. It's just sad not to fulfill one's destiny. You've got that right, compost, but I've done something about it. Oh? The gardener works in the theater and listens to a lot of music, so I'm writing a musical for the gardener. That's genius, Mulch. You are so much more than just a useless pile of wood chips. What's it called? It's called Les Miserables Mulch. Mm. So, first a song to set the scene. All the lonely mulch piles, where do they all come from? All the lonely mulch piles, where do they all belong? I love it! Then, a song that tries to get an emotional response from the gardener. Try to remember that time in September when you spread the mulch and fields were fallow. Try to remember that kind of September. When days were short and lights get shallow. Try to remember that kind of September. You spread the mulch and you weren't callow. Try to remember, and if you remember, then follow. Follow, follow. Are you crying? (laughs) Maybe. Or maybe, because the gardener hasn't turned me in so long, I'm just seeping. But that was a beautiful song, Mulch. Thank you, Compost. Now a more upbeat song that urges the gardener to action. Bump, bump, ba-da-da-da, start spreading the mulch. It needs it today. I want to be a part of it. Your yard, your yard. Oh, if I could, I would spread you mulch. And I would turn you, Compost. You're the best friend ever. I have one more song. This is the closer to Les Miserables Mulch. Big finish! Ba-dum-bum-bum, master of the yard, doling up the charm, ready with a shovel and an open palm, spreads the mulch so, for the master knows, guard they appreciate the protection, glad to do the yard a favor, it'll thank you in the spring, but nothing gets you nothing, even mulch it has a little price. Bravo! Oh, mulch! You only cost a few bucks for a bag, and you're worth so much more. Surely the gardener will hear this and be out here and take care of unfinished business. And if not, maybe we should forgive the gardener. They are probably extremely busy. We'll still be here in the spring. And in the meantime, I can watch TV. And I can listen to music 
and write more songs. Bring me love, pretending it's beside me, all alone. Hey, I'm I'm right here. I'm just being dramatic. Mm. All alone, I wait for it till morning. Okay, let's talk about what we're hoping to do in our gardens of 2022. Uh Should we start with flowers? Yes. Yes, please. Start with flowers. I'm not going to have any. (laughs) You have no plants or flowers? No, I really don't. You let them, you let your flowers do their own thing. I do. I do let them. But but let me ask you this though, Edith. Mm -hmm. Are you going to, are you going to winter sow some foxglove? Oh my gosh, I forgot about winter sowing. I'm going to winter sow. Oh, what are those ones that I love? Those really tall ones with the zinnias. Oh, zinnias? Yes. I will do some foxglove, but zinnias, I did them last year. I winter sowed them last year. And now I want so many more zinnias. They're so beautiful. Folks, winter sowing is an outdoor method of seed starting. If you want to know about it, uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a new version of it coming up in a couple of weeks. Or you can go back to our episode mm-hmm. called Take Out Your Jugs and Learn How to Winter Sow. Folks, you won't believe how cool. So yes, that's part of my plan is more winter sowing and some of that will be flowers. I know for sure I always do foxglove because it's a biannual. Uh-huh. And of course... Last year, I did not do enough zinnia. And of course, zinnia is something you can also just stick in the ground in June, too, and they'll pop up. And I just didn't do enough last year. I my One of my plans is to do a lot of zinnia. I'm also going to do a lot more of those African marigolds. Oh, those were because those are beautiful. These were like three feet tall, and I collected so much seed off of that. Um, and you know what? We should put that on the list for the garden party, Edith. Yes. For, I'm happy to give away, if you're in, in the garden party, folks, I, we give away seeds from our own garden. And I'll put that on the list because those seeds were like, those flowers were three feet tall and pom-poms, like softball-sized flowers. They were so great. So yeah. no, I'm going to do a lot more of those. Um, I didn't plant any bulbs this year, last year, Edith. So one of my plants is to plant bulbs. I know I'm going to regret it when I go out in the spring and you know, I have yeah. daffodils and tulips and um, crocuses, hyacinths. So I'm going to, that's my, I'm going to say it out loud. Because if you say it a goal out loud, you know, you have a higher chance of achieving it. Yes. So I'm saying they, it out mm-hmm, loud that I want to mm-hmm. plant a lot more bulbs. And I'm saying out loud that I finally, after 20 some years, would like to divide my iris. <laughs> <laughs> Good. And I even know I'm not oh, going to do it. I know I'm not going to do it. Well, it's, I'll help you remember. You know what? The best time to divide Iris Edith when? is in July. Okay. And the reason why it's hard to do it is because it's just so gosh dang hot. Like, it is. Yeah. You have to go out at four in the morning to go <laughs> divide your arms uh, or do it at nine o'clock at night. Yeah. With a light to help you with it. Okay. So those are some of our flower plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about veggies? What are you going to do for veggies this year, Edith? Well, absolutely. I'm going to plant more hybrid tomatoes. Me too. That's in my plan also. Well, that is such a mistake that I made only doing the heirlooms. And then uh, they all come in at the same time of the summer. And I want some early ones. And I always, you know, I always lose one or two of the heirloom and and to a fungus? Yes, to the fungus. That seems... Pre- some kind of wilt, some sort of blight, early blight, late blight, verticillium yeah, wilt. Yeah. So I need to do more tomatoes than I think I need. 
because it's those are important to me to yeah. have tomatoes. Well, one of the things I said I was going to do last year was winter sow more vegetables, and uh-huh. I winter sowed tomatoes last year, but I just made a mess out of them. So I mean, it just got it just embarrassing. Like I did it too late; they were puny, and then of course I had one that that I that I just left in the milk jug all summer long. And it's just so sad and so pathetic. And oh you know, and you normally and so I'm gonna I'm gonna try it again though. That's one of my goals to see if I can winter sow some tomatoes. Okay, that'll be interesting. But yeah. I am gonna buy hybrids also. Because well, hybrids folks will just have a bit more disease resistance to it. Chrissy, I've never seen anybody do as much winter sowing as you do. I mean you must have you must have had thirty jugs out there last, last yeah, summer. Yeah, I did, yeah. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, and and a lot of them, a lot of them germinated. Yeah, that Most is of them good. Did. Yeah, some didn't, but that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. Yeah. Uh, what else are you going to grow in the vegetable garden? Um, I'm definitely going to grow more Swiss chard, which is the new star. It's the new star that's of my because garden. Because of our, that listener Lulu, right, who wrote into us and yes. she chastised us Lula, for not like yes. Lula. Yeah, sorry. Yes. And I, I was so ridiculous. I said I didn't like Swiss chard when I had never even tasted it. I felt like a five-year-old kid. I'm like, what am I doing? It's a really pretty plant. It's, oh. Sometimes it's, I grow things just because they're pretty, it's like gold. Eggplant. Some of them are gold. Some of Ooh. them are red. Some of them are green. It's because I grew rainbow chard. Oh. And um, I'm going to grow more of them because they lengthen the season like nothing I've ever seen. That's awesome. But you know what? I'm going to grow is romaine lettuce, Edith. Uh-huh. I do not know why I have not planted. I've never grown romaine lettuce. I'll grow like a leaf lettuce. I'll grow spinach. Mm-hmm. I'll grow kale. But every week I buy romaine lettuce. And then I run out of it. Like I eat romaine every other day because I like a Caesar salad. Uh-huh. I, that, I like that lettuce a lot. I like, you know, it's crunchy. You yeah. know what I mean? I like the crunch yeah. part about it. It's leafy. Mm-hmm. And why have I never grown it? This year, I'm growing it. Good. Very good. Um, I, um, I've i grown that a couple of times. But there's remember, Christy, there's a lot of different varieties to it. Yeah. I grew a spotted one once that was really pretty. Ooh. Not as crispy as what you get in the mm. store, but it, was, but it was really pretty and I really liked it. So... Yeah, I'm going to do um, as much lettuce as I possibly can. And one of the reasons for that is that the lettuce dies out early. And by that, it gets too hot, it wilts, and it's yeah. over. So you it it double packs your garden in the same patch. Especially here in the in zone 5B in yeah. the front range of Colorado. Yeah. It gets so hot. So it doubles, yeah. the, it doubles your potential Yeah, if you grow lettuce. Uh, last year... In plants, I said I was going to grow Viraflave spinach. That's that giant spinach yes. that you grow. Yes. Guess what? What? Didn't plant it. So this year I'm going to plant it. <laughs> you know what? I planted it and it didn't take. It took the year before. Remember how I was yeah. raving about it? Yeah. It didn't take. I got to plant that too. That was my favorite spinach I ever tasted. I think my mistake was is that I couldn't find it. It I, I waited until... February to buy seeds. Uh-huh. So I gotta have to maybe buy seeds earlier because it was all gone. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point. Christy, I have been looking at seed catalogs. They're already sold out of so many things. Which is great. And you know, the reason why they're selling out is not because there's not enough seed. There's lots of seed, but they just don't have the people uh-huh. to process and package the seeds. So everybody now do order now. Which sounds like a hard job. Yeah. 
It, it, it Sorting is. seeds? Oh, it's just not. Yeah. That's <laughs> so monotonous. So. Um, yeah, get your seeds now. The other thing, I'm going to be very careful of planting anything under the peach tree and behind the peach tree. Yeah, because you got all that shade now. Because it's shade. And mm. it's going to get bigger. I have to remember, that's just going to keep growing. But it might be good to plant other, something different. Maybe something that wants shade. Yeah. In fact, lettuce probably. Plant some go, lettuce underneath yeah. that. Um, I'm also, as God is my witness, having a zucchini plant this year, Edith. Yeah, you have to. Oh my gosh. You know what? I'm probably going to have the opposite problem. Last year, I couldn't yeah. get any to work. I'm going to just, I'm going to sow so much zucchini. I'm going to have 50 plants, but I am. And I'm also going to have butternut squash because I'm tired of spaghetti squash. The spaghetti squash. It's a whole different thing. It's it's a whole different thing from yeah, but butternut. It keeps, but it keeps, you know, showing up in my compost pile. Well, one of my plans is I am not going to let volunteers go this year unless it's mm -hmm. lettuce. But if yeah, it's we have any to kind, be vicious. Yeah, if it's any kind of a squash, it's out of there. Yes. Um, I'm going to plant raspberries. Yes, you do because you couldn't find any last year. I couldn't year. find any last year. Well, now I found a friend who is going to give me some. Oh, good. Give me some plants. Um, I would say this about herbs is that, you know, I'd love to plant the herbs that are very expensive to buy in the grocery store. Yeah. But I planted mine in a way too shady of a spot last year. So I'm going to put my expensive herbs like savory, tarragon, marjoram. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do them in containers this year. Oh, that's so smart. That's because so smart. I, my basil did great in a container last year. So I'm going to try them. And, you know, they'll be pretty on my back patio. They look really pretty. I planted fennel last year. I remember when I planted it, I bought a seed <laughs> yeah. and you said, oh, I'm so over fennel. And now <laughs> I see why. It took over the entire herb garden, and it was inedible. I was like, what am I doing? And you know what I didn't plant last year, which I th I think is so wonderful, I'm going to plant this year, is dill. Like, how could I not have planted dill? Oh, my dill was really wonderful I last year. I dill. Fin I'm planting dill. Finally, and this is the biggest change of all that I am making. I saw um, our friend Carrie from Southwest Gardens. Uh-huh. He has a field next to the nursery, and he plants garden for all of his workers. Yeah, I saw that. He does this. He His garden is on a slope, like mine, a gentle mm -hmm. slope. He'll plant a row of seeds, and then he, plant, he digs two gullies on either side of it. So to water, he just puts lays the hose down at the top, and it, it runs down the gully and waters itself. Now, you have to, of course, water by hand or however you water with when it seeds, but once they get big enough, that way I don't have to go to every single yeah. plant and every single part of my yard. Yes. I'm going to try that this that year. That could save you hours. It really could save me also, hours. Also, yeah. please consider again the drip system because two years ago I didn't do the drip system. Last year I had my drip system uh -huh. in. And I tell you, it, it, it made my garden better and it gave me just a little breathing room. Yeah. You know, you're right that it's good to get out there with the hose and mm -hmm. see what's going on and you can spray off bugs and yeah. all that stuff. But on those days when one, it's, you don't want to, you know, you, you want to sleep in mm -hmm. or you've just got stuff to do. Yeah. The drip system can be, yeah. can save you looks. What if, what if you got back an hour a day? Maybe that will be 2023 in our garden <laughs> planning for them. All right. Well, All right. I think we got enough to do for 2022. I think we're loaded up. Right. Oh my gosh. Let's see if, let's see how, what these what plans we actually do. do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'd be interested to see what people are going to do. Yeah. Like, so if you have fun garden plans, folks, please write to us and tell us what it is. Yeah. That would be great. Christy. Edith. You know what time it is. Oh, I hope it's mailbag. 
It is. Ring, ring. Ring, ring. Time for mailbag. This letter, Edith, comes from Uta from Washington, D.C. I'm related to someone named Uta. Does she live in Washington, D.C.? She does. Well, let's find out. Okay. She writes, Hello, Garden Doyens. I have been listening to your podcast from the beginning and not just to hear my sister's voice. It's my sister. (laughs) (laughs) I've been gardening like a maniac and you two have been right there with me offering so much good information and inspiration. I'm in zone 6B and the garden gets full sun at least eight hours in the height of summer. Our summers have been beastly hot for the last few years, and I'm wondering if I need to shade the brassicas for the hottest part of the day. I don't have lawn chairs, <laughs> so could you talk about other methods that are inexpensive and effective? Well, thanks so much for writing Uta. And the yes. first thing I want to say is I loved how she said, hello, garden doyens. Yes. Yeah. Because that's a French word. I had to look it up. And it means a woman who is the most respected person in a particular field. Ooh. So I guess in the field of humorous garden podcasts. Yeah, we the boss. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I like how she said, I don't have lawn chairs. Yes. Referring to lawn chair lettuces because both you and I sometimes shade our stuff because we have an excess lawn chair. It, lawn chairs are great ways yeah. to shade things. It's, you know, I'll put it over my lettuce in the heat uh-huh. of the summer and that my lettuce stayed my arugula stayed all summer long because of that. Mine too. So, so what are other ways? How about how about a broken umbrella? Oh, that would be perfect. How about leaning over it protectively? <laughs> <laughs> An umbrella is great. Also, um, you could take one of those camping canopies, uh huh, and put those over. Oh yes, you could, couldn't you? Um, you could uh, take. Um, there's a special kind of cloth that you can get that's called shade cloth and you can get it you could buy it online on Amazon mm-hmm. or at your at a nursery or even a big box store and you could you know gear up some chairs or some uh sawhorses or you could even get you know that they're so inexpensive those metal hoops, hoops. you yes. could just get hoops and then you could actually literally put any kind of material on top of it in the heat of the summer and you day. don't need an expensive clip you can just use yeah. Um, you know, those binder clips from the Office Depot, yeah. right? Or or use clothespins. If you, I have the clothespins, clothespins could work too. Mm-hmm. Um, there also, you could you could now consider putting some things that like the shade in a container. Yeah, that's Uta, good. Mm-hmm. Because then you can move it around. Yeah. And then now they have those containers, Edith, that are on wheels. Mm-hmm. So, and if you fill oh. your container up halfway with styrofoam, Mm-hmm. Um, packing peanuts, not all the way filled with soil, it wouldn't be that heavy to move around. And you know, my, the day. you know, my other sister, she has been growing in grow bags, which rather than being, um, what is the material I'm going for in my head? You know, the material that a pot is made out of, uh, like terracotta or yes, plastic yes, yes. or, yes. okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, a grow bag is very light because it's made out of cloth. Oh, that's that's a good idea. So yeah. that you can move those around and you can put it into a shaded area. Now, if you had money, mm-hmm. boy, wouldn't it be nice to have a pergola section in your garden? Oh, yeah. So if you had a little section, you could corner off and put a pergola over that. Uh, or, you know, grow a tree. You could grow, you could grow an orchard. <laughs> have an just area shade you have an area that you just want a shaded area mm-hmm. like you're going to do with your peach tree right yeah. yeah you could put it 
you could plant tall things around your lettuce, like sunflowers. That's right. That's a really good idea. Corn. Mm-hmm. What else grows really tall, Edith? It's like, we'll give it some shade. Um, your African violets. Zinnias. Oh, not African, African violets. African yeah. marigolds. Yes. You know, you could also do, here's another thought too, is you know how, how I grow my cucumbers, Edith, is that I have them in a teepee. Yes. And they grow up this teepee type thing. Uh-huh. But underneath that teepee is shade. Aha. You could grow lettuce under there. You could grow lettuce under there. And also we should we should clarify that um, uh, brassicas are members of the cabbage and mustard family. So that is broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, mm. mm-hmm. arugula bok choy that type of family yeah i did not know that it's Mm -hmm. weird it's all in that family because you kind of go arugula and brussels sprouts are in the same family yeah that is interesting but you know families are made up of all sorts of weird things aren't they weird people you mean (laughs) things (laughs) she doesn't want to say weird people that's right not talking about your family edith and uta not at all no we don't have any weirdos in our family (laughs) not at all So I hope, Uta, that gives you some ideas on how to have some shade in your garden because, as we know from these fires that happened in Colorado, Mm -hmm. that um, with drought and happening, how important shade is. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And it's not going to get, it's not going to, it's just going to get hotter. And also, if you have any new plans for your next garden, let us know. Oh, we want to hear that. Write to us. Yeah. Folks, please tell us what your garden plans are for 2022. If you have any stories, successes, flops, write to us at UpsideDownTulips at Gmail or our website at UpsideDownTulips.com. Ring, ring. It's a clean slate for the garden. Edith, do you have any inspiration for us? I do. It's a Chinese proverb. If you want to be happy for a day, get drunk. If you want to be happy for a year, get married. But if you want to be happy for a lifetime... Plant a garden. Beautiful. Isn't that beautiful? (laughs) Well said. We hope everyone plants a garden this year. We are Edith Weiss and Christy Montour-Larson. Thanks so much, everybody, for listening. Maybe you could become some kind of a subscriber or garden party person if you got some laughs and value out of this episode. And don't forget to hit that subscribe, like, or follow button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you, Denise Gentilini, for composing and performing the Upside Down Tulips theme song. And if you want more, just go to denisegentilini.com or you can find that link at our website. Many thanks to our kind friend and talented actor, Jason Maxwell. And thank you to our excellent yet enigmatic engineer. Special thanks to our local nursery and friend of the show, Southwest Gardens. And join us next week for a new pod play for the garden party and an awesome repeat on winter sowing for everyone else. Don't forget now, if you make a mistake, your garden will forgive you. Upside down to lips. Did you hear the World Health Organization announce that dogs cannot contract COVID-19? No, I haven't. So that means dogs previously in quarantine can now be released. That's right, Edith. Who let the dogs out? (laughs) Who let the dogs out?